Welcome into a brand new episode of 300 Yards to Unknown. I'm Rick Gaiman, and in this episode, we are going into the world of tracking. That's right. These are Twitter accounts that are made for seemingly every golfer on the PGA Tour, on the LPGA, the Corn Ferry, basically anything that give shot-by-shot updates on that player. It's a very interesting world. I've got a real-life tracker on the show to ask questions that have been tinkering around in my brain for months. So I hope you enjoy. All right, let me welcome in Anthony, but he might be better known as HV3 Tracker. This is very exciting. I have lots of questions for you, but first off, thank you so much for doing this. I really appreciate it. Yeah, thank you. Uh, I've listened to the podcast for a few years now, and I never thought I'd be on, but I appreciate the chance. And yeah, I don't think I've ever, I, I pretty much go by Harold or HV3 uh, on Twitter now because that's all I get. I, I don't even think anyone knows my actual name on there. So. Yeah, I, I imagine that is that is true. I have so many questions, but let's just start with uh, getting everybody up to speed on what a what a tracker account is. When someone says you are HV3 tracker, what does that exactly mean? Well, some people, uh, at least on my account, think I'm actually Harold, which is interesting sometimes. Uh, they'll see that, I guess, the handle, and they'll assume I'm the player, and they start coming. I think you actually uh, – confused us one time I, I would not my, be surprised if i did yes yeah that's i posted uh my uh my all my best score all time in real golf and then you said wow i'm shocked that harold had never broken 80 or something like that and then you realized <laughs> it was actually me so good okay so there's yeah. confusion confusion happens yeah but uh, other than that often. basically yeah i mean it's it's tracking i mean i guess you could do it for any professional sport but really it's for golf for individual players uh you know a player a person or a team of people you know, create an account and then they just track their favorite golfer through their tournament. Some people do shot by shot tracking other people. They know if they have a job or whatever, they might do tournament by tournament or just when they're in contention. There's a lot of different styles, but yeah, basically updates and tracking of whatever player you want. Yeah. So this, this Twitter account, which is the handle is at HV three tracker. You kind of do this you do the shot by shot version of this, right? I mean, I was following along today because I wanted to get a taste for, uh, you know, what we were dealing with, and yeah, it's it's literally shot by shot describing each moment throughout Harold's round. Yeah, pretty much. I mean, funny thing is, we're just using the same tool that everyone else has, like Tourcast on the PGA Tour site, Bet three sixty five. I've actually used that a few times. It's faster than the PGA tracking, but yeah, we're just using the same tools everyone else has. It's just a way for us to get, I guess, information out to people that may, so they don't have to check their, uh, check the, the browser. They can just flip on Twitter or get notifications. And I think it's a quicker update. But yeah, pretty much just exactly what's happening on the course. We're just telling people what they're doing. And some people, the ones that actually are serious about this, they go to the tournaments and then they really know what's going on. So. Okay. It's they like, fo- yeah. follow them in real life and see, shot for shot of what's happening well obviously the most famous of all time uh tiger woods the tiger tracker but rest in peace we will we'll talk about the tiger tracker uh in a bit because i imagine that's what spurred a lot of these tracker accounts so um why hv3 
why did you choose him? Because I imagine if you're thinking, okay, we're, like, were you a, an HB3 fan? And then you said, I'm going to become a tracker? Or were you like, I'm going to do a tracker. Who should I pick? I was actually, I've always been a lifelong Phil Mickelson fan. Like he was okay. my first, the guy I gravitated towards him and Bubba really, but then it was really Phil for a while. And then like about 2018, 2019, I started to realize, you know what? This guy's kind of getting old. Uh, he might not be doing the PJ Tour much more. I should probably find someone else to latch on to, just a younger guy. So I'm, actually, I'm not like retiring when Phil retires as a fan. Um, and then 2020, it was a Genesis Invitational, if you remember that tournament. I Harold remember it vividly. Had yes. the lead on the 10th tee. I was watching I the tournament. I remember exactly what happens next. <laughs> okay, well, um, this might be bringing back some PTSD for some other Harold fans. But yeah, he topped his uh, tee shot. I think we got the video like half an hour after yet. Yeah, yeah Actually, it, was a lot. it was not on TV. Yeah, and they showed it later. Yeah, but I uh, I hopped on Twitter. I thought it'd be funny just if I tweeted, if I started tracking him. It's kind of, it was, it was a joke at that point. Um, I wasn't that serious about it. And then the rest of the round, I was actually, you know what? I kind of like this guy. I might stick with it. Then uh, next tournament, I don't remember what it would have been. It might have been, might have been Phoenix. No, it would have been. Um, yeah, probably something in the Florida swing. Yeah, player. It might have been the players. Which, if it was the players, that was the, the last tournament we had. But yeah, I started tracking him, right. and I was like, you know, this is kind of fun. I looked up more information about him. I remember seeing him at the PGA in 2019, um, but I wasn't really a fan at that point. And then I really liked, you know, everything he was about, how he is as a person. And then I thought, you know, I'm actually going to maybe start tracking him. Then we had like a four-month break, and then he came back at the Charles Schwab, had the, the lead after 36, and I got really right. into the tracking at that point. Um, and I've kept up with it ever since have you missed a tournament what happens if you have something in your personal life going on uh well luckily for me i'm not a busy person okay. um, but yeah uh some people i've actually had a few people fill in for me sometimes shane lowry tracker he's very um he tracks for about 10 different accounts he, oh he really yeah he's great about it um i promise him i would shout him out uh <laughs> but yeah i i pretty much track every tournament i'll miss a a shot or two. Um, I did sleep through one round, which he happened to like shoot like five or six under. Um, uh, he wasn't in contention, so nobody even cared. But now that my count's grown a little bit, and I think uh, got to stay on top of that a little bit more. Yeah. Do you feel Do you feel kind of a responsibility now that a lot a lot more people are following you, and now HV three? I want to talk about the victory, but he just gets a victory over in in Saudi Arabia. You know, if he starts contending more often, are you going to feel this sense of responsibility to to really kind of up your tracking game? Yeah, I mean, I think a lot of I think a lot of the followers I had before were the real diehards because they already would have found the count. But now the people that are kind of following are more like, hey, well, I saw that guy win. He's a maybe a cool guy to root for. And then, and now it's like, yeah, I you know I want to keep these guys updated. And I don't know if it's any extra pressure because I think I've done I've done a pretty good job of, of uh, tracking most tournaments at to this point. Do you find yourself? Um... Like, like, what does a victory feel like in the tracking world, right? Like, we just got a victory that yeah. probably for you, I don't know where you're located, but I imagine it was overnight hours in Saudi Arabia. And no, you know, I was actually, finally, I was actually in Saudi. I was tracking it live. Oh, that'd be cool. <laughs> no, it's uh, especially. I don't. I mean, I'm sure you're familiar with the close calls he's had. Yeah. Um, and all the times I've gotten close. Just the previous tournament, the Amex had the lead in Sunday. It was like, oh my God, this actually might be happening. Then a bit of a disaster. Um, any kind of 
yeah, it's, it was, I, I didn't think I was going to experience for a while because I kind of, it's got in my mind that, you know, what, he's a great golfer, but he might not just be able to win. And it, it's kind of interesting because obviously I'm not him, you know, I'm just kind of living vicariously through him, but it really felt like exhilarating just to see him so happy. That's awesome. It was more just like, I know how hard he's worked. I know, like I've gotten not close to him, um, but you know, I felt like I'm pretty close to him. And just to see him break through, it was, it was pretty sweet. That's awesome. Now, I guess the opposite end of the, of the spectrum is he could go through times that are miscut, miscut, you know what I mean? Like he's, he's struggling. Do you ever, do you ever find yourself where he's out of it on a Friday? You know, he's not going to win. And you're thinking, you know what, if he just, if he just makes bogey here, I don't have to track the next two days. Have you ever, have you ever had that That's, thought? Yeah. hundred percent has come to mind, <laughs> my mind of where he's, you know, close to the cut line, but you know, I know that he probably doesn't have it that week. So the weekends, you know, would just a probably well the thing is, yeah, when you make just make the cut, you get enough your tea time is early. So that early. means luckily I'm not on the West Coast or that would be like even earlier, but still, you know, anytime I can get a little extra sleep and sometimes uh yeah, I, I immediately will. But I um in terms of like getting, you know, the motions of like tracking when your player's up or down, there are some trackers that are very even keel that makes a bogey, makes a birdie, whatever, at least in terms of they're tweeting, it's the same me, pretty much. If he makes a bogey, it's the end of the world. If he makes a birdie, it's the greatest thing ever. And I have to think, control that a little bit because um, – Although not be I, imagine, I imagine the people who are following are pretty diehard HV3 fans, so they might not mind the roller coaster so much. Yeah, you know well, what I mean? thing is, Harold himself, we've had a few interactions. Um, I know he doesn't like that. When I he, he, oh, uh, okay. yeah, he's, um, I try to get better at it because he did, he did mention that, you know, maybe somebody like, since I'm on his team that he wants to know just positivity around that, which I completely get like from his point of view, it's just really hard as a fan, you know, just of any team to control that and to not, you know, kind of go with the flow of the round. You know, that is interesting because let's, let's, um, you know, play this out for a bit here. You know, HV3 starts contending more. You start to grow a larger and larger following. You are now basically an unofficial extension of his team, right? And kind of representing his brand. So you mentioned, yeah. have you have you had interactions with him? Anybody on his team? Have you thought about what that might be like if more and more people are looking to you as kind of... um you know, uh, 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 one of the voices of his camp. Yeah, I, he uh, his caddy and then him. We've had they, uh, a few DMs back and forth. Um, been really cool. But yeah, they both kind of just mentioned that they're happy. You know, I'm just really cool on tracking. And then I think it was it might have been one tournament in particular. I was just you know kind of really uh, I don't want to say attacking his play, but I was just like, wow, he's not playing well. And they just want you know what if you're part of a team, you know we. We kind of want positivity from you because you are representing us, like you say. I don't know if it's like that for every golfer, um, but I can imagine you know you wouldn't want someone that has your name on yeah. their Twitter kind of. I hadn't considered yeah. that. Yeah, yeah, I guess that I guess that makes sense. Yeah, I, you, it's also interesting consider like you're a professional golfer. You have this person who has a Twitter account actually tracking you. It's kind of a weird experience, I would imagine. 
Yeah, I imagine it would be, but it would it would be cool that someone was willing to do that with their with their free time and and spend it that way and be a fan. Yeah. But yeah, I hadn't considered like yeah, now it's now yeah, it's he, part of the, the HV3 brand almost. There was um forget, I think it was Houston, he ended up withdrawing, but he has he was like the bottom of the leaderboard and then he made a birdie to, to jump like out of last place and I tweeted so like no kind of facetiously like wow let's go and he replied to it said you're a beauty man so he, <laughs> yeah it's a I kind of it's weird picturing like a player after the round scrolling through Twitter and saying oh hey man it's HP3 tracker wonder what he's tweeting about me that's so cool uh you you kind of alluded to this a little bit and I want to dive dive into it as well there is an entire community of trackers. I I have stumbled across uh, tracker accounts that I couldn't believe existed. Uh, I don't want to. Well, I mean, like I've seen like Nick Watney tracker or like what like guys that don't have a lot, even a lot of stars. Now Nick Watney's um, you know had had a decent career, but like yeah, there's kind of this underground community where it seems like every single golfer has a tracker. Yeah, account. I mean, you wouldn't believe there are some not great players that have trackers that track every shot. Not just like right. give up they track every shot that must be fans of them and just care enough to do it. They're um I'll give a shout out to Grayson Sig Tracker. He's not a bad golfer, but this guy tracks every shot. He gets excited about every birdie. It's great. But do you do you talk to all the other trackers? Yeah, there's a there's a big group chat. There's some other really group chat that a lot of people were in. Um I have a lot of yeah, I have a lot of interactions and I feel obligated to shout out a few of them if that's all right. Please, by all uh, you, means. You know Hovland Tracker. He's, I do. He, uh, he's been in the spaces quite a few times. Sungjae Tracker. Yeah. Uh, Morikawa Tracker. Shane Tracker. Xander Legion. Xander Legion, sure. Yeah. Yeah. Those are, yeah. Um, some of the guys I interact with a lot. They're all, I don't know them personally, but through Twitter, we've gotten pretty close. So. Yeah. I mean, that's like the same interactions I have with people too, is right. I don't know them personally, but I know them on, I know them on Twitter. Um, so, so do you, so what do these group chats look like? Do you share tips and tricks? Is it just like rooting for just your golfers? golf tournament? Just because everyone, you know, at least people that are playing are all kind of interested in yeah. it, and it and just interactions. A lot of people getting upset with their own player. I do that a lot in there. So. Yeah, you can voice it in the group chat. Just keep it off the off the yeah, Twitter, right? Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes my tweets are a little different than what I'm saying in the DMs. So. Got it. Okay. And now you mentioned that there are. Uh, I think you mentioned Shane Lowry Tracker, who is someone who uh, has ten or, or multiple tracker accounts. Which I think, if someone is well, listening, he, I to should this, clarify. He doesn't. He just helps follow. He just helps okay. track other accounts when people need them. Yeah. Got it. So, and I guess what people might be listening to this and thinking, you know, why, right? Is there, is there a, uh, a financial benefit? Is that the end goal or is it truly just, Hey, I like doing this. I like the guy I'm following. I'm going to be paying attention to the tournament anyway. I might as well be a resource for them. Yeah. I can tell you firsthand, there's no financial benefit whatsoever. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but, fair enough. Um, first cut wanted to sponsor me. I would not say no. I'll to that. pass the word up the uh okay. yeah up the up oh, yeah. the ladder then. Um, I think Tiger Tracker was the only person I know financially benefited because that was their job. Right. Um, I believe it was a few people actually, but I don't know if that's ever been officially reported. Yeah. So um, that's that's kind of the the rumors around that it's been official people. But sorry about that. Yeah, I mean, I've seen some rumors about who it is, but I feel like that's maybe that's some inside information. I guess. So I'll, I'll keep that to myself. But yeah, uh, it's pretty much 
just doing it for the joy of doing it. It's like a hobby, like you do anything else, just play golf. Instead, I also play golf, but just tracking golf. And just like you do for any other team, you're just rooting for a player and then you're tweeting about it like any other fan account. Got it. Now, I know that in terms of the financial part of it, I know I think Twitter recently added a feature. I haven't tested it out yet where you can like set money through, you know, are these transfer services? They have uh, tips. 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 Yes. Yeah. So that might be something people explore, especially like the bigger accounts that probably that like the really big accounts that people, a lot of people are following um, could probably get a few bucks out of it just for people that appreciate the right. tracking. And another thing for DFS and betting purposes, I'm sure, you know, that's, that plays a big part of actually tracking how your, your guys are doing. So I'm sure that might be something that happens down the road. Uh, for for sure. Now, I I imagine um, there are some weeks that are easier than others. You mentioned using the Torcast feature, using the Shot Tracker feature. What about in weeks where that's not available? What do we well, do? Yeah. How do we how do we track? Last week, um, from the Asian tour, they have nothing. They have a leaderboard that was like five minutes behind. Thank good, they had fantastic coverage in Golf Channel, like yeah. throughout the entire round. If they didn't have that, I would have had nothing. But yeah, for um. For like Pebble, Farmers, American Express, where they have multiple courses and not all the courses have uh, the tracker. What they have is, I'm sure you might know, it's like not shot length, but they have like the the shot one from T-Box. Shot yeah, two. shot two from Fairway, shot yeah, three shot two, from Green. Shot two from Other, which I never know what Other means. Who knows? Yeah, somewhere, yeah. Uh, somewhere far away that's, from the Fairway. <laughs> yeah, that's when I, yeah, I think my Acoba is completely, completely like that. Those are not the easiest weeks. I almost hope my guy is not playing well then because it would just be hard to follow them yeah. in contention um but yeah like 90 percent of the pga tour schedule uses tour cast thankfully now really i imagine the genesis of all this and and we talked about it is the tiger tracker which was essentially a full-time job i believe it was through golf channel wasn't it tiger tracker through yeah. golf channel and that account would would literally yes be boots on the ground at all these tournaments they'd fly them around um anytime there was a press conference or whatever tiger tracker was there and then tiger tracker no longer exists and then in in the years after we found you know it's probably multiple people and they shared this this job because it would be too hard for one person to actually do it but i imagine that tiger tracker and the popularity of it and kind of the lore of it is what really created all of these other tracker accounts. Is that safe to say? Yeah, I can. I don't know if there ever was a tracker before him. I don't know them. I don't know when they came about. Do you happen to know? Do you remember that year? I don't know. It okay. feels like it's been around forever, but I, mean, like I, I don't 2013, know. maybe something like that. Yeah. So I don't know if there are any trackers beforehand, but obviously after that point, you know, the tracker community that's pretty much where we, the genesis of it like you said like that was the first the big tracker of course i was a tiger fan so i followed sure. that account and that was the the biggest track i mean he had like seven hundred thousand oh, followers. yeah i mean it was outrageous and i mean every He's, any it was every quote from a press conference and it, it was it was I, I can't imagine how much they were spending to track that and obviously if it's the golf channel uh they were going to be on site and doing a lot of stuff anyway but yeah it, it was a really unbelievable tracker yeah, so maybe that created a false sense of what tracking was for everyone, <laughs> that you're going to get paid to do this. Because um, like I said, I think a lot of people, myself, I just got a job, so it's probably going to change for me. But there are people that have jobs and do this, and I don't know how they 
possibly juggle like real full-time jobs and and tracking without getting paid it's the really big dedication we we talked about your your motivations which are are very much just enjoying hb3 and and you're going to be following the tournament and you could be a really great resource but do you think that there are others out there who are hoping to eventually make money off of it maybe it's meet the players maybe it's go to more events like do you think there are other motivations for other tracker accounts yeah i mean i i i'm gonna guess not every tracking tracker is that is like super passionate about their player they might just mm. be doing it because they see an opportunity for the especially that like there are some bigger players that don't currently have a tracker so i think like i can't name them off the top of my head but or players that come up you know the younger players that come up there's an opportunity i'm sure people might latch on to them just to, to, to see what can come of it not necessarily because they're a fan um I know like yeah. uh, Xander Legion, he actually went to, I think it was, I don't remember if it was Kapalua. Uh, it was one of the Hawaiian tournaments. And oh, he, wow. actually met, he actually hung out with Xander's team. It was really cool. His caddy like had him come out there. So there are opportunities like that. And obviously that's not why he started tracking. He was just a Xander fan. And then that kind right. of came up organically. So it, We've seen a lot of younger players uh, immediately find success on the PGA Tour. Colin Morikawa, Matthew Wolf, Victor Hovland. Is there a, is is there going to be a race for like these young guys when they when they get on the PGA Tour? Is there a race to be the Grayson Sig tracker or to be the Cole Hammer tracker or whatever is like yeah. whoever is coming next? It, like is that? Are we going to see a bunch of, are we going to see 10 different trackers for all these young players? And then one or two will eventually become successful. It's probably going to be whoever creates the count the soonest. And then not even like when they get the tour, like somebody could probably create a Cole hammer or you can even say an Akshay Bhatia tracker. Cause of that guy, like he might be there. Yeah. Next. Are, are you sitting Actually, on any, are you sitting on any tracker accounts that you're, you're getting ready to use right now? I can't say maybe. I okay. You'll find Fair out. Um, <laughs> yeah, there are like, like you said, like there are actually, there are multiple accounts. Like Rory has three or four big accounts, not just like small trackers, big yeah. accounts to track him. Um, just maybe it is like whoever, uh, natural selection, whoever weeds, whoever fights the hardest to to survive and become the top tracker. Uh, yeah, I think um, I think Spieth might have a couple. I can't remember. He I feel has like two I big see... ones. He, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Two, two, two big two ones big that ones. I've. Thankfully, that I've Harold seen. had, he had one, but that one kind of fell off. I didn't even know about that when I created, created mine. So I kind of pushed that, that person aside to feel bad. Yeah. So that. you, you won the war for, for HV3. Okay. Yes. Yes. The okay, so you mentioned you know your uh, you know things might change for you whether it's uh, because of a, a job or something like that. What what are are you separate from the HV three tracker? Like for example, if you if something came up in your life where you could no longer track, would you pass the HV three tracker account on to someone else, or would you just hold on to it and let it go dark? That's a tough one. I have thought about that. Um... So I, I don't I don't know like it does feel like if I pass it on to someone else it wouldn't be the same they wouldn't have maybe necessarily the same motivation or same interest or maybe they'd be even better than me I don't know it just feels like I kind of I'll keep up as even if I have a job you know I'll keep updating as long as I can and it gets to the point where I truly think I you know I can do anybody any service with this account then I'll probably try to find it someone to pass it on to but it will be a be a sad moment in my life. 
Yeah, I imagine. Now, do you um, are you getting any inside information, whether it's from other trackers, whether it's from people on the teams, whether it's knowing uh, his schedule moving forward or anything like that? Or are you literally just getting what everyone has access to, but you're doing the best job of aggregating everything and putting it in one spot quickly and yeah. efficiently? For the most part, is that um, I don't like I probably could ask their schedule and I could probably find it out. I haven't done that yet. Um, he did, uh, Harold did tell me himself after one tournament, one round, that his driver had broke. No one knew that. And okay. he like hit a bunch of terrible drives and I was able to use that information. There you go. So that's yeah. obviously that that feels like I mean that's a big win, right? When you're the only person yeah. on on the yeah. news, you can send that out and it's like boom. Now I've I've got the inside scoop. Yeah, exactly. Um yeah, I know like Speeth. The speed trackers, they had they have a lot of information. Like they know what's going on within his team. Um, and they do a lot of the work to find that out. I probably maybe necessarily don't care enough to like actually look into that to see what's going on. Cause I don't know if it, they followers would care about that stuff, but there are some that, that do their work that that do, like you said, that have a lot of that information. Do you think any of these trackers are much closer to the players, like whether they are agents or managers or cousins or brother, you know what I mean? Like, are you think any of the trackers are with the teams more frequently? I, I know there's, I'm trying to think like, uh, like Mark Baldwin, you know, the, yes. Yeah. He, I think that tracker is pretty close to the team. Um, there's a, there's another, uh, Solly from a uh, no laying up. Think that tracker might be close to the, the team but those are kind of special cases because those aren't necessarily touring or the guys that are playing the pga tour full-time right. um it might be even different like when you are tracking someone like a corn fairy tour player or something like that maybe i mean the only reason you probably would be tracking them is because you are that's you know, what i was thinking point. yeah yeah but for like the bigger names I, I imagine that like that's just because completely from a fan interest so yeah, I mean, I, I can't um, and something I hadn't considered before we started talking is I feel like the players and their teams should be very engaged with the trackers, because if that is the real time during the tournament kind of voice or um, perspective, I feel like it could be really cool if the players were to be or even their agents or managers or caddies or whatever were to really kind of uh, build that following and help with it because I feel like that would be beneficial for everybody. Yeah, I might just like, I don't know, some players might not even be on Twitter, so they might not even aware that they have a tracker. Sure. But I, I completely agree. I think it's a great opportunity to expand your fan base, to mm -hmm. get people following you more, know exactly what's going on. So if I ever become touring pro, then that's exactly what I do. Uh, I find this whole thing fascinating. I don't want to take up um, too much of your time here, but are there are there anything like are are there any things that people would not realize uh, you do as a tracker, or maybe their pros of being a tracker or cons of being a tracker that I haven't asked you about that people probably wouldn't consider? Well, I was I did want to bring up just the. And then it's something that would interest you, the impact of betting in DFS, especially as that becomes just yeah. you know, uh, more prevalent in golf and the, how that's, you know, tracking impacts that because I do have some every now and then, you know, some I'll post, I'll tweet something out and then I'll have someone tweet out, oh, come on, this guy's ruining my team or something <laughs> like that. 
literally more negative than positive. Um, there is kind of that aspect of it that people might be following you, not because they're necessarily a fan, but because they're in it for, you know, their own reasons and they, they want to get some money out of it. So yeah. It, it makes sense though, because, okay, so let's say, you know, every week I bet on five golfers and they're different golfers every single time. And I want to get real time updates. The easiest way for me to kind of do that is follow a tracker, turn on the notifications. And now I'm, now I'm in the loop of everything that's happening. So I, I imagine, yeah, you're right. It would make sense that, uh, wagering, whether it's betting outrights or whatever, or, or fantasy is probably, uh, a big driver of people wanting to know every single shot because that's really the key, right? It's not. It's not. Hey, he yeah. shot two under par. Because you uh, can get that stuff like the PGA Tour app. You can get the whole. Oh, this guy shot birdie and three, bogey and four. You get that stuff. Yeah. But actually, you want to know. Maybe some people, you know, if they're betting, they don't care. They just want to know what happens at the end of the round. But other people, you're right. Like they do want to know exactly what's happening, especially the final round, and to have that yeah. available on Twitter, just in Instagram, just like you can pull it up, scroll through and see exactly what's going on. Yeah. I want to know if he has a 12 foot putt coming up for birdie. And I want to know if he makes it as soon as it happens. So uh, it, it makes complete sense. Okay. Any, any other things that, um, I might not be considering about the world of tracking? Well, <laughs> funny thing is just in terms of internationally, there are, um, there are people in the United States, there are trackers based in the United States, as far as I know, that track, international golfers but there are also international you know trackers that track the player american golf and i think it's really interesting that that there's kind of this cross between you don't necessarily have to you know like people like there's a tracker in australia who tracks american golfer so wow. that means this guy i'm pretty sure that's a 12 hour difference i want to say so this guy if he has like a 3 p.m t time eastern time that means this guy's getting up 3 a.m. Oh in the morning to track that. And I, I wonder it, if they were already up and watching and they were like, well, if I'm going to be up at these weird hours, maybe I should just start tracking somebody. But it is interesting because there is an international flair. I know there is a um, – it's not the Victor Hovland tracker that comes into the, the Twitter spaces, but I know there is a Hovland tracker that also tweets in Norwegian as in well. In Norwegian, and there's a Hideki tracker that tweets in – Japanese so right which which yeah. I imagine is is very valuable for uh getting the information back home to the respective countries yeah I don't even like there might be accounts that I don't even know because they wouldn't show up in my language or something that might yeah. be like based off of some other country that there's like a whole different like Twitter community there yeah uh, yeah wow. so yeah because Victor Hovland's interesting because like he's like like he grew up in the United States I'm pretty sure he came or played golf in the United States and like speaks great English and all that, but then he also has this like Norwegian background. He has these diehard Norwegian fans that, like, the, like the act the United States based Victor Holland tracker. He help people in his replies like speaking in Norwegian. And he doesn't even know what they're talking about. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, he doesn't know what's going on there, right? And yeah, Victor will do um, press conferences in both languages as well, which is kind of which yeah. is kind of cool. And also, um, Ireland. I don't know if you're aware, but Ireland is crazy about golf. <laughs> I, I can I, imagine. I didn't know that. I figured it would be soccer and rugby and all that, but no, they, uh, every single Irish tracker that's created within weeks, they have like 3000 followers, like Seamus power tracker, that guy, they, he, he has a crazy account. Um, there's a Leona McGuire tracker in the LPGA tour. Oh, wow. Okay. And then John Murphy tracker, project American tracker. They, I really love their golf and they have a great following on Twitter. So I thought that was interesting. I did, wouldn't expect that. 
I would not have expected that either. That is awesome stuff. Well, I, um, I appreciate a little education into the world of tracking. Uh, Anthony, better known as HV3 Tracker, can be found on Twitter at HV3 Tracker and also on Instagram, right? Tracking HV3. Yes, is that right? I don't do like shot by track, track, uh, shot by shot tracking, but I do do updates. And especially this last week, I posted a lot of things on there. So if you want to follow me, but Twitter is where it's at. That's where all the action is. Twitter is where it's at. Thank you so much for doing this. I, I, I really do appreciate it. It's been a lot of fun. Thank you. I'll let you record your, uh, your round uh, recap soon.